guys, welcome back to another episode of Investor Intelligence, brought to you by the team at The Property Mentors. It is your weekly podcast for all things investment. My name is Phoebe Sikowski-Wallace. I am your host, and as always, thank you for tuning in. So here at The Property Mentors, aside from mentoring our members to invest and build wealth successfully, something else we provide is property management. Now, I believe most people have at least heard the term property manager and would at least have a base level understanding of what they do, uh, such as sourcing tenants, collecting rent, uh, completing routine inspections. But I thought this was a great opportunity to learn about what property managers do in addition to those basics and more importantly, what difference it makes to investors and to those who have tenants living in their investment properties what difference it makes having a good quality property manager by your side and where they can save you from very avoidable issues. So earlier this week, I sat down with Renee Whitehouse, who is our powerhouse director of property management, to talk about all of this because Renee's got 20 plus years of experience behind her. So safe to say she really knows what she's talking about. So I hope you enjoy. Here's Renee. So Renee, welcome. I know you're a busy, busy lady and thank you so much for taking time out of that busy schedule to talk to me today. You're welcome. Now, you're our amazing and highly sought after Director of Property Management here at The Property Mentors. Yes. And I'd say that most people know or at least have an idea of what a property manager does, but in your own words, describe your role to me and what you do on a daily basis. Uh, We are the keeper between the residential rental providers and the renters, as the new legislation is. Um, We deal with a lot of day-to-day stuff in terms of obviously collecting rent, um, but dealing with tenants with maintenance issues, if there's any complaints, if there's any owner's corporation issues, insurance stuff, uh, the list goes on and on. So one of the things you also do is educate our members about their rights and responsibilities as active property investors. So what does that look like? What are you educating them on? We need to educate them on the legislation and what their rights and responsibilities are around them being investors. So if there's any maintenance that arises or if there's any issues in terms of the tenant not paying rent and all that sort of thing, we need them to be aware of what uh, their responsibilities are in terms of that, what our processes are in terms of rectifying any issues and sorting things out at the end of the day around that. And is it quite often that rental laws change or, or are introduced? So the new legislation that came in at uh, the end of March, that was a huge reform. So it hadn't been updated since 1988. Wow. Uh, There had been a few things that had been updated over that period of time, but nothing like the huge. There was 132 um, new laws that were changed um, around the Residential Tenancies Act that were well needed. There's a few that I don't agree with, but <laughs> but a lot of the things were uh, definitely needed and um, especially the safety checks and all that sort of thing. There's a lot of properties, older properties in particular, that did not meet a safety requirement that an owner wasn't being held responsible for. So I think that that was really important and that came through. Interesting. Okay. So not only are you kind of taking care of things that a lot of investors don't really have time to, especially if they have lots of different investment properties, but 
because you're dealing with this stuff on a daily basis, you're keeping up to date with all these new rental laws because that could be something that homeowners could easily miss and then therefore that could cost them quite a bit. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So if you have a, a an owner who is looking after the property themselves and self-managing, um, they may not be aware of any of that stuff that came through and the tenant would be well within their rights to make a claim um, at VCAT if that owner didn't do certain safety checks or if the property was in disrepair and they weren't doing any maintenance for the upkeep of the property, the tenant had um, would have the opportunity to take them to VCAT for compensation or to actually get those things done. So speaking of self-managing, a lot of landlords I know try to manage their properties on their own to save a few bucks here and there, but what difference does it make having a good property manager by your side to actually do all those everyday things for them instead of them doing it themselves? So if you have an owner that's self-managing as opposed to us managing a property for them, that particular owner may not be aware of the legislation that's going on, how they process an application and check references and do all background information on that particular person who's interested in moving in. A thorough condition report is a huge value for uh, the end of their lease. Uh, so that's what's basically holding their bond um, and comparing that to when they moved in initially um, and also the risk management side of things. Yeah, so on risk management, I know there's quite a lot in there that, I mean, I'd never even heard of. So I'm guessing a lot of homeowners aren't going to hear of it either. But what kind of risk are you minimising? What do you mean by that? Yeah, with the risk management, it would be around putting the right tenant into a property Again, with the legislation in getting the safety checks done and making sure the property is habitable. So I've come across plenty of applications that don't match up. So it comes with experience of checking an application thoroughly, doing social media, in inverted commas, stalking, (laughs) Um, doing all the reference checks. And sometimes... Things may look good on paper, but they also don't add up at the same time. And we also go by a gut feel too when we meet people. And that would be a great example if an owner doesn't have that experience and the gut feel of meeting someone. The the horror stories that you see on Today Tonight and a current affair of (laughs) tenants trashing houses, it's a huge, huge shame. But most of those things that you see aren't managed by a property manager and also those owners may not have landlord insurance which would be huge uh, cost for them to get that property back up to scratch. So they're very avoidable problems very that avoidable. you're aware of but yeah homeowners okay so that's definitely a downside to yes. not having a property manager yes. for sure. So can I tell you a story? Absolutely. <laughs> so classic example of an owner who had engaged us as a property manager I met this particular person who was looking at renting the property. As soon as I met him, I had a huge gut feel that something was not right and he applied for the property the next day. His application that he put forward was was very basic, very limited information. I put it forward to the owner and also added a note to say that I didn't feel comfortable meeting him. I don't feel comfortable putting him in, but it's your decision at the end of the day. She told me to go ahead with the application because the property had been vacant for a few weeks. She wanted at least. Anyway, we put him in and a few weeks later, a few issues had occurred with him doing damage to the property, but also he stopped paying his rent 
And then about six or seven weeks into him being in this property, he got arrested because he had been cooking drugs in the house. So this owner, um, her landlord insurance was at the basic level and she did not have the higher level to cover the cost of cleaning up in terms of that situation with the the drugs. Um, so it ended up costing her about 20 grand to get the property back up to scratch, plus the property being vacant for that period of time in terms of it being cleaned and painted and whatnot. So if she had have listened to me in the first instance of me giving my gut advice and saying I didn't agree with putting him in, um, and maybe it, it had been sitting vacant there for another couple of weeks, she would have only lost maybe a thousand or twelve hundred dollars in rent as opposed to twenty thousand. Wow. I mean, what would you know? You've only got twenty years of experience <laughs> uh, behind you. But... Only twenty years. <laughs> I guess that kind of shows what happens sometimes when you cut corners, if she just maybe waited for another... A couple of weeks. Yeah. Yes. Okay, wow. Yeah. So something else that you do that I wasn't aware of, because as far as I know, not all property managers do this, but you also take into account the investor's financial goals and therefore are able to assist them in maximising their rental income. So what are, what are some of the common ways that you help our members increase the amount of rent that they're able to set for their properties? It would be looking at what the property is in terms of if it is uh, requiring a paint job, if it is requiring uh, new carpet, blinds, aircon, heating, all those little things. Yes, they cost money at the end of the day, but in terms of Spending money to make money, I guess. It's spending money to make money, yes. But in terms of presentability Mm. of a property as well, um, I've got an owner at the moment who has an apartment. It's, I think, about 10 or 11 years since it was painted and carpeted. Um, He's got to do a full redo of that uh, paint, carpet, blinds, um, and it's going to get him an extra maybe $20 a week. But at the same time, um, it's going to make the property a lot more presentable and I think will help it rent a lot quicker than in the current condition. Yeah, yeah, 20 bucks a week doesn't sound like a lot now, but I no. guess, that, yeah, that would make a huge difference over exactly. time for sure. Yeah. So I've lived in my fair share of share houses. So by default, I've dealt with both great and not so great property managers, but that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> But after talking to you just now, in hindsight, I've realized that regardless of the encounter with that property manager, it's definitely either added or subtracted to the overall experience of renting that property. So from an investor's perspective, what should people look for in a property manager? And then following on from that, what should they look out for? I think it's really helpful uh, to look at the Google reviews. Uh, of an agency that you're looking at. Um, I know for me, I like to ask both my tenants and landlords for reviews on the experience that they've had to date or when they vacate or when they sell the property or whatever the situation is. Um, I think it's really important to keep a really good rapport with your tenant, but also at the landlord because you're the middleman, you want to try and keep the peace, but also, yeah, with also good communication. 
I think that's where a lot of them lack, to be honest. That's what I yes. was getting at before. So, yes. yeah, communication. Yes, communication is key. Um, a lot of our clients just love to have an update. Uh, when we do the routine inspections, uh, for example, sometimes I do a quick video and send them to the clients while I'm there just to show them. Um, obviously, we take photos and uh, provide a proper report afterwards, but some clients just love that that is something that we do just on the spot. Yeah, well, it's that bit of extra effort that mm. people appreciate for sure. Yes, and I also think that getting back to people within a timely manner um, is imperative. Absolutely. For both parties, for both sides, the mm. the tenants and the landlords. Um, even if it's just a quick, thanks, got your email, I'll keep you updated as soon as I hear back or whatever the situation is, I think it's really important to keep that communication open. 100%. That's... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that was what I was uh, nodding at before is that <laughs> time, like so many people just don't get back to you in time and yeah. just when you get an email straight away, it's it makes all the difference. Exactly. <laughs> Renee, thank you so, so much for talking to me today. You're welcome. It was nice chatting to you. Guys, I hope you enjoyed and learned something new from today's episode. If you would like to know any more about us here at The Property Mentors, please check out our website, thepropertymentors.com.au. Uh, especially if you would like to get in contact with any of our mentors to book in a discovery call. You can also follow us on any of our socials, which are linked in our show notes. And there's also a link to our blog. If you would like to get your hands on a copy of Luke's latest book, Property Fit, which did very well over the Christmas period, we had quite a few people reach out and say that they either gifted it to someone wanting to start their investing journey or for themselves to even kickstart their own journey. Uh, You can find that at propertyfitbook.com.au. If you would like to share, subscribe or leave a rating, we would really appreciate that as it helps us reach and help even more people on their investing journeys. I'll be back in your ears again next week. But until then, thank you so much for listening and take care.